Good afternoon, Patriots, and today is Wednesday, June 14th in the year 2023. We're going to have a special guest today giving us our prayer, which I'm anxious to introduce in just a moment. But as it is, we, as we know, the world is continuing to get crazier by the moment. And even last night, the remarks by President Trump after his arraignment, or whatever we want to call that, his, his attempt to get him arrested, whatever this game is they're playing. Anyway, they wouldn't even play that on any of the mainstream media because apparently they were concerned it would be biased and wouldn't have a true sense of truth since we know that the mainstream media is the fullness of truth in all that there is. I simply feel like I threw up in my mouth when I said that. My goodness. Ugh. All right, Patriots, one thing is absolutely for sure. We need to be prepared for what is coming. Make sure you're, you're taking care of your hard-earned savings and your retirement. That's why we have Birch Gold. Patriots, President Trump recently issued a warning from his Mar-a-Lago home. Quote, our currency is crashing and will soon no longer be the world standard, which will be our greatest defeat, frankly, in 200 years. End quote. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, and economic upheaval dating back to biblical times. Gold and you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k, maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the whole process. The folks at Birch Gold are amazing. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Protect your savings with gold like I did. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. Text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. Again, text BARDS to 989898. This is one of those decisions you will never regret. Do it today. Oh, yeah. You know what you need to do. Birch Gold, and it's the best place to work with to help preserve your precious earned, hard-earned savings that the government seems to think is theirs to take, which we know everything they're doing. By the way, in a headline today, which seems very timely, considering all that's been going on, the Biden administration is now waging war against the Navajo reservation, trying to prevent them from doing any more gas or oil leases off of their own land. Once again, the U.S. government does a great job of betraying contracts as continues to do these treaties and trash them. And this administration is the worst. But keep in mind, this is the liberals. They love everybody. I mean, keep that in mind. They love everybody. And especially they love them so much they want to continue to see the economic deprivation that struck the Navajo Nation and all the other tribes. They want to continue to violate the treaties that the government set so many years ago. So once again, after 150 years, the government is now waging war again on the Navajo. So we're going to have a lot to say about that in the coming weeks. But one more thing before I introduce our guest, and that is to make sure that you are stocking up on food. This is a critical time and they're waging war. Patriots, you've seen the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. We've seen supply chains break down, 
food processing plants burn. We've seen animals cold because of so-called viruses. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Imagine a moment in the future where grocery stores could be empty, roads closed, and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. Having these kits means your family will stay fed while others stand in food lines. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go to preparewithbards.com. You'll get fast and free shipping too. Preparewithbards.com. Do this today. You won't regret it. Preparewithbards.com. All right, Patriots. We're getting close to prayer time. We're actually about seven minutes after the hour, and I'm going to introduce to you our special guest, Jennifer Renee, the lady who made the pots, 300 of them, in fact, by hand. Hello, Jennifer. How are you? Hello there. <laughs> What's, going, well. What's going on? Oh, living life, enjoying the dream. That's awesome. Did you have a good time at Bart's Fest? I had a blast. Well, you're gonna, we're going to do more recapping of that, but give us a quick snapshot. What did you think? I thought it was powerful. I thought it was uh, more impactful than everyone seemed to know at the time because now it's apparent and very evident looking at the news and seeing how everybody's talking about it, what all they learned, and the fires were stoked. They were. They were literally lit. Something big shifted, I yeah. think, in, the, in, those, in the couple of days. And I've just seen that just by the... First of all, the parallel of a magnitude of events that was happening while we were peacefully tucked in with the Holy Spirit and getting the warrior heart ignited, I guess. Yeah. But across the world, things just literally blew up. And right. that's, that's not a coincidence, not in kingdom space. I agree. Yeah. All right. So what was your, what was your best experience there at Bart's Fest? Oh, my goodness. All of it. <laughs> It really was. There was so much going on. Um, the breaking of bread, I, I just, it was powerful. Um, and the breaking of bread, it seemed to bring such unity and, and everyone together. Um, and then the testimonies and the people. And it wasn't just the speakers. They were powerful in their, in their own walk and in the shares that they shared. But it was how everybody would share together. Uh, it it was powerful. Everyone had something to bring. I thought the probably the for me, one of the most important parts of Bards Fest this year was everybody sitting together and breaking bread. Yes. And the team the Conley had, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, we had fun. <laughs> you were out there part of that team. You yep. were bringing it, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. The Queso. The, the queso. <laughs> I know. I had to play. <laughs> I got to play. <laughs> that's, that's good. No, it, it was it was something. I, I think that when I, Wednesday, uh, Tuesday night, before we got started, and um, we had this, the, I guess, Conley did like 27 stakes or something. And I saw how quickly that ignited to great conversation with people that hadn't known each other. And just realized we were on to something, you know, Father led something pretty big here because that was the two directives really given in prayer, which was break bread and ignite the warrior heart. 
And I think those two were accomplished very successfully. But I think that the breaking of bread, and even Glad Tidings talked about it, Dave and Cheryl, and she, they and I, they had lunch with me on uh, Saturday and just talking about how they had not had that experience there. So it was pretty significant. I think uh, if people would just sit down and break bread even more and discuss and share and work through, there's there's peace found there and there's unity um, that's established in the body of Christ as well. I agree. I agree. We're heading into the prayer. We, we usually do, I don't know, whatever you want to do. We usually do about an eight-minute prayer. Okay. Whatever's on your heart. But you're, we're going to, I want you to lead the prayer today and just take it where you want to go. Wow. Okay. <laughs> this is a biggie. All right. Um, Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity. I thank you for the opportunity to bring Holy Spirit in. And I ask for the prayers of Christ that we pray and come into agreement with Christ and for the power of the Holy Spirit to ignite and bring forth all you will to be done, Father. So I come before you and I ask you, Father, that you surround the First Nations, that you surround the Navajo reservation right now and their leaders and their governor. If they have a governor, I think they have a governor, their, their council members. And Father, I ask that you just encapsulate them in your glory. I ask that you send your warring angels from the third heaven that will remain holy throughout eternity to war on their behalf, <laughs> Father. And that you bring your will on earth as it is in heaven. And that you rebuke the devourer for their sakes, Father. It's enough of the government trying to run over and break treaties. Father, this is unjust and I bring it to the courts of heaven right now. And I ask for your will and your justice to be established on behalf of the Navajo, Father. I ask that your mighty right arm be born and that you just backhand the enemy back to hell and that you bring forth your plans and your purposes for the Navajo Nation, Father. I ask that you protect and guard and keep them, Father, and that your children rally around in prayer and word and deed in every way led by the Holy Spirit to stand with the Navajo Nation against the enemy, Father. And I know we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but the government is being used, Father, by the spirits of evil. And I ask, Father, that you just put a hedge protection around the Navajo and you lead and guide your children, Father, as to what their part is in, in walking this out, Father, to bring forth your will, I ask, Father, that you continue to repair the breach and that you be glorified, Father, on earth as it is in heaven. I give it all to you, and I ask this in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I thank you, Father, in Christ's name. So, Father, we're going to add to that a little bit, and we're just going to pray that we begin our prayer by just thanking you for the relationship that we've built with the Navajo, 
and a door that's been opened that only you could open that offers a bridge of peace and a continued expansion of understanding each other that just came from Bard's Fest. We pray for Myron and Dottie Lizer yes. and their efforts in stepping out. And we just pray that you'll continue to bless them with all the resources they need and the strength that they need and the protection that they need as they continue forward here to raise a nation up in the body of Christ. Father, you showed me a message or you gave me a, a word on Sunday. And that word I'll share here that you're going to shock the world. That you're going to shock the world by showing that the Navajo will be able to unite the other tribes and that they will raise up in the body of Christ and return and be the lead point in returning this nation back to a nation that's humbled before the throne. We are now witnessing and experiencing ourselves as citizens, which we walked very blindly and arrogantly for years, thinking somehow our government would not turn on us when the Navajo and other Native American tribes have suffered at the hand of broken treaties, lies, promises, and deceit that's now turned its eye on anybody in this nation that does not agree with their woke agenda. So Father, we're praying for unity in hearts, a unity across the tribal boundaries, a unity with both First Nations and Last Nations of all those walking in the body of Christ to meet each other where they are, to truly raise up this fantastic and powerful body and to now stand as one, as one nation, no matter who leads, to stand against this evil and to make it known that there will be no more ground taken and that all ground will be reclaimed for kingdom. Father, we want to pray for, for protection around the whole Navajo as well as the other native homelands. This is a time when we know that more as more and more surfaces and the understanding surfaces of what's been going on, they have been the harvest points for many of the child exploit, child trafficking and, and kidnappings and horrors that we know of have been centered on many of the tribal nations because nobody gave them a voice. Let that be the end of that, Father. So today we pray with authorities given to us that we as one people will come together to walk together in the body of Christ, to stand together in the body of Christ, to stand with each other, to put an end to these atrocities and horrors, broken treaties, and, and for both First Nations and Last Nations, and to come to a greater understanding of who we are and the gifts that you've given each of us to appreciate the fabric, the body of Christ, and the perfection that it is, and truly raise up the mightiness of kingdom as intended, so that this evil will now face something it's never imagined, unity. Unity in the body of Christ, the love of Jesus, and the might that comes with the authorities given to us as we declare our authorities over all evil to be able to step on snakes and scorpions and to understand and appreciate the truth of what Jesus gave us, that we had a mission to spread the word of the gospel, to heal the sick, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, and to do greater works than he. Let those authorities now settle into our heart, unified across first and last nations, as we stand boldly before this evil and now command them and control them and submit them to the will of kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, pretty good, huh? Yes, fire. Okay, fire <laughs> it is. So you had a little bit of an interesting trip on the way out, too. So talk about that. Um, well, 
I left Alabama and father put me on a mission to stop at some of the First Nations along the way. Um, in Alabama, there I have Cherokee in my lineage and uh, father's been using me to go to the First Nations to ask for forgiveness on behalf of the Cherokee, but also on behalf of the church. And he had me begin with the Cherokee because that's my lineage. And um, it's the concept of start at Jerusalem and then you go beyond Jerusalem. And so I had gone to all the Cherokee and there's miraculous stories <laughs> with each stop. Um, I had one more Cherokee reservation to go to. It was the Intomqua. Uh, they're the full-blooded Cherokee. So I stopped there first in Oklahoma, and then I went to the Muscogee, and I stopped and went in and met the door greeter. And each time I pray for Father to lead me to whomever I'm to give the message he put on my heart to share. So um, whether it's an elder or a governor or a chief or anybody on the tribal council or a historian that's over the records, it's healing history. It's repairing the breach through asking for forgiveness and first repenting before the living God, and that makes way for healing. At least I believe, and that's what I was taught by Holy Spirit. So... I went to the Muscogee, and then I went to the Chicksaw, Chickasaw and Choctaw and Seminole and Osage reservations, and um, each one has its own beauty. It was just beautiful each stop, um, and each time, whenever I got out of the car, there was uh, <laughs> a council member going into the building when I was going in there. And I just got tickled. I was like, Father, you're the greatest. So um, I would get to talk with each one outside. It was, it was beautiful. And there were tears, there were hugs. And if one didn't seem to accept the word or receive it because there were walls, I could see in their eyes that they heard it. And then I would go to my car and I would just weep. And Father would show me, you're feeling their heart. It reached them. And so that was in Oklahoma on the way um, to Bard's Fest. And then I got to Kansas. And my, <laughs> my radiator blew, but it was beautiful even there. I mean, there's encounters you can have anywhere, any day, every day, if you just are open to see. And I was in a small town, and there just happened to be a hotel across the street from the garage, and I got to spend my birthday there with Jesus and celebrate, and then uh, it was a beautiful trip the rest of the way. And when I got to Bards Fest, um, I got to meet Myron and Dottie, and that was another beautiful beautiful experience and then the other night I went to um, a tent meeting father's bringing it all together um, at the tent meeting uh, pastor Dave was preaching and I looked around and there was a man from Nez Perez that I met 
His name's Gray Eagle. And we started talking, and I got to ask him for forgiveness on behalf of the Cherokee. And he said, it's already taken care of. And I said, yes, Father's taking care of it here and now, you know. And I asked for forgiveness on behalf of the church as well. And it was just a beautiful embracing of what the living God is doing to repair the breach. And when I got to talk with Myron and Dottie, um, Father showed me that it, it's he's using sutures that are like fire, fire sutures, to refine and also to... Um, what was it called when they would put the firebrand on something and it sealed the wound? Solder. Yeah, seal it. And so that's what's happening, I believe, with just different people across the nation that Father is using. And it's it's an honor, and it's very overwhelmingly beautiful to be a part of. Yeah, there's a pretty amazing healing going on right now, for sure. Talk a little bit about the pots you did, the 300 pots. Um, what do you want to know? <laughs> well, each one, for one, each one was different. Yes. Um, each time, the first parts fest, Father gives very direct directions. And this time, he reminded me why. He showed me that in the making of the temple that he gave directions to how he wanted everything brought forth and orchestrated. So the first Bard's Fest, they were 11 ounces, and they were all to be different, but 11 ounces. And I was like, okay, Father, can you tell me why so I understand? And he said, this is the 11th hour cry. Like, if repentance isn't made now, there's going to be problems, even worse than, you know. So when we did the first Bards Fest, that was the breaking. It was the repentance. It was the breaking before Father God for breakthrough. And this time, he showed me there were to be 14 ounces. And there were some that were raku fired with the flashes of color and the raw clay and the smoke. And then there were others that were terracotta that were just raw clay and just beautiful and he showed me that they were to be um, 14 ounces. And 14 is double sevens. And double sevens, it's completion, is the number seven to me, is what it means. And that there were two, it was completion of a thing in the natural realm and a completion of a thing in the spirit realm. But it's also a stepping forward into breakthrough. So with the Raku... He showed me that it's refinement in the fire and that we are being made into the beauty for ashes and it's through the fire that it's coming and we've all been walking through that and he's being glorified and he's making vessels of honor. And with the terracotta, he showed me it's the raw and real of honesty and beauty of the raw and real and honesty and truth before him that is bringing this forth. It's pretty profound. He's that profound. <laughs> so what, what is the, what's the Raku piece? What did that represent? 
um, the refinement and the fire mm-hmm. and the vessels of honor, but there was still not all of them were fully glazed. And I thought that was super cool because there was a rawness and realness still there. And it was the fire of the spirit because with Raku, you put the pots into hay and that lights on fire. And we were ignited with fire at Bard's Fest through Holy Spirit and everybody that brought it. So we're to carry that fire. That's good. That's exactly right. That was the whole intent, wasn't it? Yes, sir. So you're on your way today north, right? Yes, I am. I'm going to go visit some friends. Yes. All right. Well, you have a blessed travel and a blessed day. Thank you. Blessings having you at uh, Bard's Fest. It was awesome. Thank you for all you did. Thank you for having me. It was awesome. Well, Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.